Oh, were you singing our uh, opening sequence? I our love opening it. sequence song. It's so fun. Yeah. So, hey, everybody. Hello. Welcome to the Chalkboard, a weekly show about company culture, customer service, and leadership from the minds behind Amy's Ice Creams uh, from Austin, Texas. My name is Aaron Clay. I'm your host today. And I'm Mark Banks. Hello, your co-host. Your co-host, yes. And we have a great show lined up today. It's all about the introduction to Amy's Ice Creams mm-hmm. so we can lay the groundwork for a really great set of podcasts that really delve deep into um, company culture. They really get in-depth about um, customer service, leadership, and open book management. All the things that make Amy's ice creams great. All the things. All of the things. But you know what? We're getting too far ahead of We're getting ahead of ourselves because why should they listen to us? Who are we and what's going on? I agree. Let's go through through those things before we move any further. Uh, My name is Mark Banks. I'm the operations manager here for Amy's Ice Creams. I'm also the education director. I have had 20 years of leadership and management experience that I am excited about sharing with you guys today and over the next couple of podcasts. I'm a multi-unit operator. Uh, Essentially, I ensure that our locations have enough uh, people, product, uh, equipment they need to make people's day. Now, as a curriculum director of our education department, I work alongside this guy here. Yeah. Aaron Clay. They physically can't see us looking at each other, but we are. (laughs) Along with other talented individuals. And we arrange, we write material, and uh, we situate our classes not only for our internal education department, but for our external education department, Amy's EDU. Right. And uh, I'm Aaron M. Clay, the Marketing Communications Director for Amy's Ice Creams. Now, I've been a part of the executive leadership team for about five years now. Ooh, executive. Executive leadership team. Um, And I serve as a company-wide coach developing the great game of business or what most people might refer to it as open book management. Mm-hmm. And we're going to share a, a bunch of stuff about that in the next few podcasts. But And as Mark said, I work with him on op, um, customer service, open book management, and other leadership curriculum development uh, ideas uh, for our both internal classes and, of course, uh, what you're listening to now, Amy's EDU Radio. I made that up. That's, we don't have a radio station. The Chalkboard. The Chalkboard. 98.5. The Chalkboard. Okay. So let's talk about today's um, podcast. Mm-hmm. You know who we are. Um, today we're going to talk about the introduction to Amy's. We want to lay the groundwork so you understand the Amy's way, where we've come from, and where we're going. We're going to touch a little bit on culture, uh, guiding principles, and our mission statement and the importance of mission statement in a company. Yeah. So, you know, let me start at the beginning and let's talk about Amy's journey into the ice cream world. Well, Amy Simmons, the founder of Amy's Ice Creams, worked at Steve's Ice Creams in Boston. And now Steve's is known for popularizing the crushing in or mixing in of ingredients uh, into your ice cream, like cookies and candies and things like that. And um, which is really great because now we've got Cold Stone and we've got Marble Slab and more importantly, we have Amy's Ice Cream. <laughs> um, now, at the age of 21, Amy opened their first Manhattan store. Oh my God. The age of 21. Yeah. What, what were, were you, you doing at the age of 21? Can you think? Not that? opening retail stores. Not opening sure. retail stores. Yes. And then she went on to open up their first Coconut Grove store and Coconut Grove is just a suburb of Miami. And while she was there, you know, the company was changing its culture and she figured out that it wasn't the right place for her. And that was okay. And so she and her assistant manager, Scott Shaw, came together. They said, you know, we're going to open up Amy's Ice Creams. 
Now, I don't want to go too in-depth here because, you know, Amy will come on the show one day and she will tell us all the great stories mm-hmm. um, about how she started Amy's. But, you know, we are a 30-year-old company. We started in 1984. We had our uh, store on Guadalupe uh, in Austin. Uh, we became known really quickly for our super premium ice cream. And we have over 350 rotating flavors. And, of course, our most popular flavor that you will search. You can search Twitter. You can search Facebook or whatever. And you're going to see people talk about it, and that's Mexican vanilla. So good. In fact, it is so popular that one out of every four customers is going to request Mexican vanilla ice cream. It's so delicious. Mexican vanilla with strawberries, you can't lose with that combination. No, it's so good. But you're talking a lot about who we who we were, our past. But the question is, who are we now? Who are we today? And I think that's the most relevant thing, there, mm-hmm. right? I think uh, – no, I don't think – with $8 million in sales um, – 15 retail locations, three additional revenue-generating departments. Uh, we just opened up a bakery. Yeah, uh, Baked by Amy's. Baked by Amy's. Come get baked at Amy's. Cookies, candies, brownies, made-up candies. Um, <laughs> with no, no candies are made. No, no candies. With a $6 ticket item, it takes a lot of cookies and candies and brownies just to keep the lights on. But what I think is most fascinating about our company is that we are made up of largely a seasonal workforce. In that seasonal workforce, of that seasonal workforce, 67% are under the age of 21. Yeah. 67% are under the age of 21. So the question is, how do we do it? Mm-hmm. How does Amy's do it? Because we don't do it alone. I don't do it by myself. That's for sure. Now, it's by creating a culture centered around kindness, centered around caring and having strong guiding principles, and more importantly, an even stronger mission statement. And let me ask the audience real quick. Uh, for you guys that are CEOs, that are managers, that are looking to be managers, Think about your own mission statement. Can you write down, right now, can you write down your own mission statement? By memory. Yeah, by memory. By memory. Ours is deceptively small, but amazingly powerful. And we keep it that way for a reason. It's to make people's day. To make people's day. Now, notice I didn't say uh, to make customers. Right. And why is that? Why do you think that is? Because if we just chose customers... We wouldn't be thinking about every single person in our world. Exactly. A mission statement has to be something larger than something scrawled on a building wall or a poster with that cat that, hang in there, kitty. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, to make people's day. What that means, very simply, is my job when I come at, come to work, at the heart of it, is just to make sure that everyone I come in contact with is enriched in some sort of unique way, unique to our relationship. So, for example... I work alongside Aaron. Um, I work with him. When I leave the office, I need to make sure that I've enriched Aaron in some sort of way that's unique to our relationship. The idea is he then takes that positive energy home and he shares that with the people in his household. And then they share that with neighbors. And as we all know, happy streets make up happy cities and happy cities make up happy states and happy states make up a happy nation. And if you're ever wondering how a little tiny company in Austin, Texas was going to change the world, well, this is the way that we've decided to do so. One scoop at a time. Now, and that sounds cheesy. To, to most people, that sounds cheesy, but it's what we believe. Well, the thing that I love that you just said is that we decided to do this. It wasn't by happen chance. It, it literally is something that we took time to come together and say, this is what we want to do. And I think that's really important because, you know, if you enter into an organization that's already established uh-huh. – you might not understand the culture. You might not understand the mission statement. But if you can't align yourself 
with that mission statement, yes. you probably shouldn't be there. Yes, yes. If you if you understand the mission statement, if you understand your company's mission statement, it simplifies everything else. Yeah. It's vital to the survival of your company if you're a CEO or to the survival of you in an organization that you have a clear idea of the priorities of the company. Mm-hmm. Now, understanding that mission statement will make problem solving easier despite your busy work day or despite the, what, what do you call it? The, the flotsam and jetsam. Yes, yeah. that washes upon your desk. All of it boils down to your mission statement. So here's the question. How does that mission statement uh, impact your company culture? Right? And then how does that culture play in concert with your systems and guiding principles that your company may or may not have? Mm-hmm. Well, let's start by defining culture. Yes, I think that's a great idea. Because right? that's a big, what do you call it? Uh, buzzword. Big buzzword. It's a that's buzzword. Around yes, yes, everybody. Company culture, company. What's your company culture? Here's my company culture. Well, let's define it. Culture is defined by, uh, at least by us. For us, yeah. yeah. What is done when Amy is not around? Which is a lot of stuff. <laughs> She's around a lot. But yeah. <laughs> that, that's what culture is. It's, it's what happens in your organization when the boss person isn't looking. Yeah. Culture is made up primarily of your people. Now, you can lay down that mission statement or those guiding principles, but that culture is going to grow around that mission statement mm-hmm. and guiding principles. So it's important to have that strong foundation. So that that culture can grow organically around those two things. You know, I also want to say that if you're just a business of one or a business of small, like a small team, it happens when you're not – culture happens when you're not thinking about the business. Oh, yeah. That's good. That's good. You know, because if you think about it, when you're in your work mode, you don't have time to think about how this is impacting your culture. It, you are your own boss. So when you're not focusing on the the end result or you're not focusing on what the company culture should be, that's what culture is. Right. Now, I threw out a word and I didn't define it, at least define it as it relates to Amy's. And so let me go back. I said guiding principles. Oh, yes. Right. So we start with our mission statement. And I like to look at our organizational chart or org chart mm-hmm. um, like a solar system. Mainly because I'm a big old geek and I love Star Trek. Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah. But I like to look at it like a solar system. So at the center, our sun is our mission statement to make people stay. Strong gravitational pull, pulling everything in. Now, surrounding the sun is our guiding principles, right? Guiding principles that we made up uh, together as a team. Now, surrounding the guiding principles or orbiting the guiding principles are the systems that support those guiding principles. And then we all surround those guiding principles and those mission statements, all orbiting around that sun that is to make people's day. Now, as people come into the organization, drawn in by our why. Maybe like a comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, If they don't have the same why as us, then they bounce right off of our atmosphere. And then they find something else their own star. They head towards their own star and revolve around us. But those people that do have the same why as us, and I'm putting why up in air quotes, (laughs) they stay. They stay and orbit around that sun uh, for as long as they would like to. Right. Guiding principles, right? So what are guiding principles? Well, long time ago, and by long time ago, I mean about 10 years ago, uh, the company said, you know, we have all of these things that we believe at our core, but we've never written them down. So we took time to do that. We took a microcosm of the entire company, uh, shift leaders, uh, managers, assistant managers, uh, Amy was there, uh, the operations team at the time, all got together and said, let's write down what we believe. Mm -hmm. So we decided to to write down 10 guiding principles. First one, of course, was ethical. Yes. Right? Do what's right even if no one's looking. Yes, yes, we believe that. Let's write it down. Customer service. We believe in customer service. Yes. Being kind to customers and to each other. Yes, let's write that down. Ooh, ooh, here's a good one. Um, um, 
product, having the best possible product. We don't add anything to the product unless it accentuates or enhances the product itself, regardless of of its cost. That's important to us. Mm -hmm. In education, so important to us at Amy's. We teach, teach, teach. Um, much to some of our employees' chagrin, but we teach, teach, teach. <laughs> so we wrote all this stuff down, uh, 10 guiding principles. We patted each other on the back. We locked it in a file folder and just forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Did not think about it. And about three years ago, Aaron and I unearthed this out of a file cabinet. Blew the dust right off of Oh, it. my God. It said, we need to teach this. Why aren't we screaming this from the rooftops and educating our employees? Because, again, like we said, our employees need to know our values just to make sure that they're in the right place. We want them to feel like they're in the right place. We want to make sure that they are in the right place so that it's a good synergistic relationship. You know, it's interesting that you said the word values because sometimes when you go into an organization, they don't have guiding principles, but they have values. And it's the same thing, synonymous, absolutely. One of my favorite uh, guiding principles Mm -hmm. from the organization is entrepreneurship and ownership. Mm -hmm. We love giving autonomy to all of our employees to run their shift, run their store, run their daily life. You know, we are creating the next generations of entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs. Those are people who are leaders inside of other organizations that are already established. And so it is our job to create better corporate citizens for the future. Yes, not only to benefit us today, but benefits our our city and our larger community for tomorrow. Now, I'm going to give the audience a little bit of homework. Okay. Is that okay? That's great. Can we do that here? Uh, You mentioned autonomy. Right? And there's this fabulous book by Dan Pink that talks about mastery, autonomy, and purpose. It's called Drive by Daniel Pink. Yes, yep, yes, yep. yes. Drive by Daniel Pink. Um, pick it up tomorrow. And that's a shameless plug for Daniel Pink. We don't know the man, no. uh, but we'd love to have him on the on the podcast. And there's also a great TED Talk if you're looking for an introduction uh, that he's got as well. We'll put it in the show notes so you guys can take a look at it. And we'll uh, link it on Amazon as well for you guys. Um, that way you don't have to go too far to find the resources that you guys need. And of course um, – if at any time you want to find out more information about the show or about Amy's EDU, you just got to head to amysedu.com. That's A-M-Y-S-E-D-U dot C-O-M. So we talked about culture and guiding principles. Uh, now let's move on to the next topic. I think it's a great idea because really what we want to get into is what makes Amy's culture really great, and that's customer service. Now, I would love to tell you our entire customer service process. Oh, I can do that. But wouldn't you say it starts with the hiring process? It does start with the hiring process. And that's what next week's show is going to be all about. Oh, come on. Yep. So uh, tune in next week, everybody, and we'll be more than happy to discuss uh, the hiring process for great customer service and a great culture, a company culture. Remember, we're here to make people's day. So we'd love for you to leave a comment on iTunes and a rating or give us some feedback in our show notes on um, amyzedu.com. Yes, like Ron Paul 2015. Oh, a comment from the internet. Yes. Okay, <laughs> got it. I was like, and what is he running for in 2015? Okay. All the things. All of the things. Excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening today. We'll see you soon.